This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Happy hump day, everybody. We're already over the hump, and many of you just started the week yesterday. This is the best news of the day. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We'll start today's show the same way we do every show with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. And behind door number one, we have none other than our good friend, uh, Sritney Beers. Excuse Brittany Spears. Pitney, uh, Fritten. This lady who um, sings, she doesn't know where she is. And uh, have a little listen. This is probably not the first time a musician has done this, but it's enjoyable nonetheless. Now you can hear the booing in the background because, of course, she was not in Blackpool. Or, excuse me, she was not in Birmingham. She was in Blackpool and uh, told the city the wrong city. Yikes. She corrected herself. So, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. But, and, you know, I mean, of the celebrities who are going to forget where they are, are we shocked at all that it was Britney Spears? Britney gets a pass because I'm not even sure she knows she's on planet Earth sometimes. But to the people, the good people of, um, I don't even know where Blackpool. See, I don't even know. England? The, I mean, I know it's an England dingling. I'm just saying I can't remember <laughs> which is which. And so, you know, I understand why the people of Blackpool are upset. But like if you were at a Britney Spears concert and she got the city wrong, are you really that upset? You're there for Britney Spears. Yeah, so if, if I'm she could be like, thanks, Detroit. I think everybody what? wants to feel like they're so unique that the artist will be so aware of where they are. But the truth is. They go to bed one place, wake up another place, sing on a stage. They all probably look the same. You know, well, it's nice if they can figure it I out. Mean, yeah, you're getting paid hundreds, if not millions, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. You can figure out a word, right? <laughs> yes. that I think that's the least you can do as an artist. However, it happens all the time. I mean, how many times have you been to a concert at the Excel where... You know, oh, yeah. they say Minneapolis and you're like, I actually think they should say Minneapolis because I'm like, you know, I mean, that's where you are. But whatevs I get. But, you know, pe- what I'm saying is I've seen that behavior a lot. I actually remember being in Minneapolis, seeing mm-hmm. somebody perform. And I can't remember who she was such a like minor 90s 
dance person and it was during a pride festival and she yelled out you know thank you st paul and we're in downtown minneapolis it was like okay come mm-hmm. on get it together yeah. i i will it allow happens. twin cities by the way that to me feels like you can mess less up if you just say twin cities yeah thank you twin cities although i hate twin cities i don't like that phrase really yeah because it just isn't it's not a thing see i think it is a thing i think it's our thing Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Oh, man. Do you remember an episode of Saturday Night Live in 2004 with a musical guest by the name of Ashley Simpson? Oh, but I do. Do you remember the uh, controversy surrounding that when she went to go sing a song on stage and the backing track started <clears throat> and it was not the song she was supposed to be performing? Very awkward. And then everybody became aware that she was a lip syncer? Yep. Well... Why are we talking about that today, you may I ask? I don't know why. Because Ashley Simpson is going to have her own reality show on oh, the E! Network. Wow. Ashley and Evan. It's about herself and her husband, uh, Diana Ross's son, Evan Ross. Wow. Well, they are using that story about what happened on SNL to their advantage to try to market the hook out of this show. Here's a little promo for Ashley and Evan. I had finished my album and it was out and Pieces of Me was number one and and all of a sudden, you know, happened and it was like boom and the world like hated me for this SNL moment I had. For me, it was the most humbling experience of my life because the whole world thinks everything that you just put your heart and soul into writing is a joke and that sucked. But... For me, I went back in and I made a second record. It was number one. And I made a third record and I toured all these amphitheaters. And I don't even think the world knows that I got to that place. So I guess we're going to find out by watching Ashley and Evan. I mean, we're not watching the show. I don't know why anybody would be watching a show. And it actually pains me to think that we're still doing reality shows with like like relationships like so and so and their husband like who like i'm trying to think of the celebrity relationships i want to see and of course those relationships would never make it to like a reality show can i give you one reason why i might watch this show why do you remember when we were talking probably daily about their dad ashley and jessica's dad joe simpson oh yeah for sure that's the one and only reason I would watch because I would be. I'm curious. Is he, is he supposed to be on I don't the show? Think so. I mean, at least that's not. But I want you know the odds that she would maybe have a conversation about her relationship with her father or where Joe Simpson is. Or I'd be curious. I'm curious about that yeah. because you know there was a time where the paparazzi was following him. He had uh, left their mother uh, and they had a, a, a divorce. I, I believe it was a pretty nasty divorce. And he started dating men and t- typically far younger men who he was also trying to create a career for. Yeah. And I just was fascinated by that storyline. And yeah, sadly, no, I'd be we don't there have for that any longer. That, yeah, I'd be there for that reality show. That's yeah. for sure. Well, that's not the one we're going to get, though. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. The third thing we think you need to hear to be in the know. I wonder if you'd be here for this reality show. Nicki Minaj uh, talking to Ellen DeGeneres about her um, sex needs. Here we go. You have someone that you don't see on a regular basis. It's not like if you're living with the person and you see them every night. But if you see them, uh, you know, like once or twice a week, Mm -hmm. then yeah, three times a night. When I see you three times a night. Okay. And if you can't hang, goodbye. Really. I'm not wasting my time. (laughs) 
When you say three times, is it spread out over the night or just three times right away? It has to be, well, no more than a half an hour between each thing. Uh-huh. Each thing. No more than a half hour. And then I understand you don't enjoy being touched or cuddled afterwards. I hate cuddling after. I hate all, every man who likes cuddling. It's like, you know what it is, Ellen? It's like, once I get mine, if I feel really, really great, leave me alone. Go away. Go and make me some food or a sandwich or something. Go make a sandwich. Go make a sandwich. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I, you know, oddly, I kind of get what she's saying. Like, she's obviously being over the top. But, like, if you don't see somebody and you're in a, you know, like, the newer part of your relationship, mm-hmm. it totally makes sense that you're going to want to, you know, make up for lost time, right. as it were. Right. Yes. After a few years, three times a night seems like it would be a little, um, th- that would be... Excessive? Sexual misconduct, mm-hmm. frankly, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Right. Uh, I would just skip to skip to the sandwich portion. Yeah. Of the evening. Yeah, exactly. Let's you know, start and end with a sandwich. Like Three just sandwiches about, a night. That, there you go. Maybe that's... I will say, like, <laughs> I appreciate... You know, when you read... I've been reading headlines about this all day. They're everywhere. About Nicki Minaj has all these requirements for her lovers, yada, yada, yada. But she, you could tell that there's a joking tone with her in there. And that's one of the things I appreciate about Nicki Minaj. Is yeah. She's kind of cute. She's got a cute way of laying things out. Um, and that gets lost in translation. Well, if she just showed up not... and was like having a deep conversation with Ellen about her sex life, it probably wouldn't be as appealing and it's certainly not going to be generating headlines. Exactly. So it's done its part. Um, but again, we're just here for the sandwiches. Yeah. Right. I like a good sandwich. Thank you. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts has made us some sandwiches. Ew, that implies that we just Oh, wait, no, that's awkward. Forget it. Hold on. Well, they're full of bologna. Okay. Oh, cute. I like what you did there. Uh, Holly Roberts has brought us all the dirt from Hollywood, though. She's going to give us a dirt alert after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with a dirt alert on the Colleen and Bradley show. Hey, Holly. Hey, serving up fried bologna sandwiches. Pop culture dirt. Let's start with a story that really captivated the headlines over Labor Day weekend, and that's concerning former Cosby show star Jeffrey Owen. So we followed what became... Something out of nothing where originally, so there was a photograph just to catch you up on the story of actor Jeffrey Owens working at a Trader Joe's in New Jersey. Someone took a photograph him of him at work and then it was published and then a social media firestorm came as a result because the original article basically was shaming Jeffrey Owens for working at Trader Joe's. The internet came around Jeffrey Owens and rallied around him. He appeared on Good Morning America yesterday and was talking about how ever since that article was published over the weekend that it's been nonstop contacts, emails, phone calls, texts, and interviews. And uh, one of those messages came via Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry tweeted at Jeffrey Owens, well, not at Jeffrey Owens, but he tweeted that he wanted to offer Jeffrey Owens a job on his show, The Haves and Have Nots. That show is on OWN, but because Jeffrey Owens is not on Twitter, he was unaware of the job offer from Tyler Perry. And uh, at the time yesterday, he said that it was very generous of Tyler Perry to even put that out there, and it's very encouraging. Well, we do have a follow-up on that story, and it seems that Jeffrey, Jeffrey Owens has accepted the job on the haves and have nots. 
nuts. Wow. That's kind of awesome. That and is h- awesome. How long before we realized this was all just a stunt? Because now he's getting, you know, now all these other unemployed actors are like, hey, I was the, you know, I was the uh, extra on Alice and I have been out of work for a very long time. Give me a job. I know. And See, I've been that working is... at the Olive Garden for the past 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that is one of those kind of right place, right time. Also, lemons into lemonade kinds of stories that probably, to your point, Bradley, are frustrating for people who have. Uh, who are out of work actors that are really looking to do something like, oh man, somebody take a picture of me. Well, I will say SAG AFTRA, um, they just tweeted about him too. Like, uh, where was this tweet? They gave like, they they essentially celebrated him on Twitter, um, you know, as one of the many hardworking actors in Hollywood. So he's getting a lot of, you know, uh, beneficial press from all this. So hopefully, you know, it'll lead to more than one. Uh, one gig for him. Yeah, no kidding. All right. I well, will, can I just also yeah. once again mention that like his reaction to it was like cl- class A. The way that he spoke about it um, openly on GMA when he explained like this incident, this moment will be here and gone. I'm not worried about you know my feelings around this moment. Um, but the fact is, we should be having a conversation about how we look at honest work, period. Yeah, yeah for as sure. As a culture, and I thought, my gosh, I mean, what a lovely reflection from somebody who has every right to be upset and irritated and angry at mm-hmm. the way that he was sort of bullied and treated on social media. Right, and the hashtag actors with day jobs has been trending, and uh, SAG-AFTRA, which is the actors union, they were sharing some of those hashtags. Some celebrities uh, tweeting with that hashtag include Luis Guzman, you know, the actor. He said that he was a social worker on the Lower East Side while he was pursuing his acting career. And uh, there's uh, people bartending for 15 years. Again, I just feel like this is not news. Like It's so funny to me because the whole sort of like the whole joke about actors is like, you know, they're they're not actors. They're, you know, waitresses and mm-hmm. I don't know, like, you know, valets. They're just like they're doing jobs because acting is not a regular gig. Yeah, you have to really love it to get going in it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's move on to something that includes many notable actors. That would be House of Cards. Oh. Netflix just dropped a teaser for the last season of House of Cards, and we now know the fate of Kevin Spacey's character, Frank Underwood. Dun, dun, dun. What happened? He did. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do we know how he did? Nope. Oh. We just see his tombstone. Interesting. And Robin Wright's character talking to it. Interesting. In a very menacing way. Interesting. Huh. I wonder how they shot that. Not that part. I mean, they just digitally put some tombstones out there. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Then yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> no, no, but but you know, I mean that because he didn't come back to the show. You know, typically in order to tell the story of something having happened, you would see something happen. Right. And so I'm curious about how they. How I, it'll be interesting to see how they wrote around that because he did not return. No, he did not yeah. at all. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's no not flashbacks. even going to be. Yep. There's not. There won't even be an appearance yep. by him to explain how he dies. Yep. Uh, it'll be interesting. So, I, listen, I'm here for it. I'll, I will be paying close attention. Well, mark your calendars. The final season of House of Cards premieres on November 2nd on Netflix. Ooh, you guys. Kendall Jenner and Caitlyn Jenner got into a fight at Nobu in Malibu. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and it's, Were they throwing sushi at each other? Well, she was being nasty to her. Yes. Okay. This is the story. She okay. was being nasty to her, which tells you nothing. It right. ten- tells you nothing. She is Kendall Jenner uh-huh. and her is Caitlyn Jenner. So Kendall Jenner was seen, quote, ripping Caitlyn Jenner a new one during a tense argument at Nobu Malibu. This is according to a source at page six. So they were out for dinner, but a source tells page six that inside the restaurant things were heated and that they were arguing. And it was more Kendall ripping a Caitlyn a new one for, quote, always turning her back on the family mm. after they've been so good to her. Her. Now, we are unclear about what this fight was actually about, and a representative for Kendall insists that this is absolutely untrue. Caitlin's reps did not get back to page six, but that source says that they were sitting near members of the Schwarzenegger family oh. when this was all fighting. So maybe we need to go and check with Maria Shriver yes. to see Patrick. what. Patrick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See if they can break that story. Yeah. This is, oh, man, to be a fly on that wall, right? To have been. At one of the tables nearby and privy to whatever. I mean, Bradley, you and I would have been like, shut everything down. Well, yeah, we are all ears on. I mean, we would not on. probably been at Nobu <laughs> well, Malibu. That. That's that's the first thing. You they, guys would have had a, let us through the door. A glass of water and the cheapest appetizer yeah. that you have, yeah. and we're going to be sharing still, it. <laughs> still, no sparkling, please. <laughs> I'll have tap. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Exactly. I don't even want to pay for the water. Exactly. So, you know, not sure what they were fighting about, but uh, it doesn't seem. You know, Caitlin seems like she's just doing her own thing. She well, lives out in Malibu and mm-hmm. she maybe or maybe not is in a relationship. And I don't know. We haven't really heard much from her. No, we haven't. And, you know, but this is this argument that Kendall was having with Caitlin would be similar to the argument that her sons from previous relationships, the Brodies and the Brandons, uh, have had for years, long before the Kardashians were a thing. Right. Right? Because when Brody was on the hills um, in Laguna Beach, like that whole episode of life, uh, there was a lot of complaining about what kind of parent she was to them. Right. And remember, Khloe Kardashian at least as far as I can tell, is still estranged from Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah. In the way that Caitlyn Jenner uh, handled her relationship with her family in her memoir that was published last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Another day, another drama. But I have some good news from Julia Louis-Dreyfus. She's updating fans. She win another award? Well, she She probably will next year. So uh, Veep, her long-running HBO comedy, is uh, in its last season right now. And she's currently filming that. And she updated fans uh, about her battle with cancer, telling people that she feels fantastic and that she's strong. So this interview is in an upcoming issue of InStyle magazine. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus says of her breast cancer diagnosis, she said, I've come out on the other side of this and I'm still not exactly sure how to define the difference uh, other than to say I'm grateful, of course, but it's more than that. It's bigger. So it seems like she's doing fantastic. She has been photographed on the set of Veep. So we have that to look forward to and glad that her health is all good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, if you haven't watched that show, have you ever watched that show, Bradley? Oh yeah, I love it. I love that show. I've seen a couple seasons. I don't, I haven't gotten, you know, as nearly as far as there are seasons, but... Well, I'm just thankful that it's got another season in it because the show is so brilliant and I'm glad that she'll be in good health for that. Yay! Yay, happy and, news. And before we leave, I want to ruin your childhood. Fun! Oh, no. Thundercats. Like it already wasn't thunder, bad. Thunder, 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 thunder cats. cats is being made into a movie, a live-action movie directed by Michael live Bay. Live-action Michael Bay? No. Oh, this is like a... With Ryan Reynolds. It's like Transformers. Yeah, with it's Transformers with cats. cats. It's Transformer Cats. Yeah, actually, it's awesome. uh, production starts November of this year. So, by your childhood. See you later. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, Holly, for that delicious dirt alert. Yum yum. When we come back, we need somebody to play our thirty-second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Thirty seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you will win a prize. But only at twelve thirty, and only on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one zero seven one. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, we do this every day at 1230. It's called the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. On the phone today, Colleen. We've got Hannah on the line, and Bradley, what is Hannah playing for? Hannah is playing for a, vi- a copy of the RGB DVD. RBG. Did I say RGB? Yeah. R red, green, blue. RBG. You know the the Supreme Court justice. So there you go, Hannah. All right, Hannah. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am. Here we go. Gene Simmons is a member of what rock band? Yes. Jerry, George, Elaine, and Kramer are the main characters on what sitcom? Uh, is it Frasier? Nope. Oh, my goodness. I'll pass. Who is going to be the next Bachelor? Oh, my gosh. Not Garrett. It's, uh... Oh, my gosh. I can see his face. Uh, is it Con... No. Oh, my gosh. Pass. Snap, Crackle, and Pop are the mascots for what cereal? Uh, Rice Krispies. Who was... Ma- ah! I'm sorry, Hannah. You tried your best. You did. You tried your best. Now, she was on the right track in terms of she used a surname for the question. Jerry, George, and Elaine, and Kramer are the main characters in what sitcom? It is not Frasier, but it is. Seinfeld. Okay, what else did she not get? So, she also did not get the next Bachelor. Colton Underwood. 
And who was, we didn't even get to the question, who was Madonna's first husband? Sean Penn. Indeed. And now that we've uh, completed the 30-second pop culture challenge, which, by the way, you can play again tomorrow. We do it every day at 1230. We like to solve mysteries, and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with three people. Okay. A foreign-born, one-named, A-plus list singer slash rapper. Okay. That's one person. An A-list reality star is another person. And then also, that A-list reality star's significant other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three people in this blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This foreign-born, one-named, A-plus list singer slash rapper did indeed have sex with the A-list reality star. Most of the time, she would just ignore it, but because of her current relationship and his relationship with the A-plus lister, she has to deny until she dies. Drake, Drake, Kim Kim Kardashian, Kardashian, Kanye Kanye West. Wow. Yeah. That was a record time. And we know that because, of course, that story came out a few days ago, um, and that was, we were going to talk about that. Because um, allegedly that song he did is about her. So that is the Kiki song that is about Kim Kardashian. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. All right. Let me fill in the blank for you. Drake did indeed have relations with Kim Kardashian. And most of the time, Kim would just ignore it. But because of her relationship with Kanye West and Kanye's relationship with Drake, Kim has to deny it until she dies. Awkward. Ooh. I mean, who cares? It was before him. I just get the feeling that Kanye West is not a person who can approach that in a rational way. Yeah. You know, because, you know, he's got beefs. Well, I don't think he can approach much of life in a rational well. way. Correct. Um, but I, I would imagine that if if your partner can't accept the fact that you were a sexual creature before you met this person, then maybe that's a that should set off alarm bells. And you would think that he could accept that because by all accounts, um, he was watching videos of her doing that with other people. Yeah, that's weird. Before oh, they were married. That's yeah, weird. yeah, that was really awkward. awkward. All right, moving on. Our next blind item is a confirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning that the website has officially published names... Of the people involved in this blind item. Ooh, so we have to think of a former almost A-list actress who has A-list name recognition and her ex. Okay. Two people to think about in this confirmed blind item. This former almost A-list actress who has A-list name recognition in the tabloid world recently bragged about a contract she says she got for reality television. The thing is, though, she exaggerated it and is now facing issues when it comes to child support payments she was demanding be maintained. Huh. So at first blush, I was going to say Tori Spelling, but that's... No, no, that can't be it. Uh, well, who um, who did we just talk about having child support payments? Um, well, Angelina Jolie. No. Yeah, not her. Yeah. Sorry. No, um, doesn't fit the bill at all. Oh, gosh. We just talked about... Think about oh. someone who just was announced as a star. Denise of a- Richards. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, fill in that blank. All right. Denise Richards recently bragged about a contract she says she got for 
uh, being on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which has been confirmed by now. She is going to be a cast member on that show. The thing is, though, Denise exaggerated how much she was getting paid for it and is now facing issues when it comes to child support payments she was demanding be maintained. Oh, so that works against her demanding more child support. Yes. From Charlie Sheen. From Charlie Sheen. Uh Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Do, do you have any more, Holly? Or should we uh, talk about our well, really exciting news? Let's do this confirmed blind oh, item, shall okay. we? Let's think of a foreign-born A-list dual threat actor. This is a confirmed blind item, meaning we know the identity of the subject of this blind item, but let's take a guess. Here it is. This foreign-born A-list dual threat actor has been forced to hire 24-7 security for his family because of a stalker who wants to kill everyone in the family other than the actor. She thinks the actor will be free to marry her. Now, this blind item was published on August 29th, so fairly recent. What does dual threat mean? TV movies? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Foreign-born... TV movie actor. Mm-hmm. A-list? A-list? A-list. Kind of has a funny name. Um, Kind of has a funny name. Uh, okay. Melky Bartakamos? <laughs> no. Where is Bronson Pinchot right now? He's remodeling houses in Pennsylvania. Oh, get right out. I know. Um, okay. What would we know this person from recently? A movie or a TV show? Uh... I think most recently he's been involved in movies, okay. but he has been on many television oh. television series. Okay. Um. Does he have a wife? Yes. Okay. He does. Okay. Kit Harrington. No. Oh. Oh. This person a little older than Kit Harrington. This person played a classic character of literature on the oh, small screen. Oh, Cumberbatch. Oh, yes, oh. Benedict Cumberbatch. That does not surprise Yikes. me because those people go nuts for him. Mm-hmm. Okay, fill in the blank. Benedict Cumberbatch has been forced to hire 24-7 security for his family because of a stalker who wants to kill everyone in the family other than Benedict. She thinks, the stalker, uh, that Benedict will be free to marry her as a result of the death of his family. Oh, guys, yeah. that's sad. That's crazy. Stock that's awful. Off. Yeah, that's a Cumberbitch. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, all right, now let's. Uh, should we reveal yeah, our blind item? We have really good. Uh, well, really good. We have really exciting news. So I would call it our blind item. Do you want to just roll another blind item intro, Hall? So this gentleman, an A-list gossip monger, is going to be on our show tomorrow. Is Anyone want to guess? Is his name? Enti lawyer. Wait, hold on. Oh, I can't do it from here. Ding. I don't know what I thought I was going to do. Um, yes, ding. That is Enti lawyer. E N T Y Enti lawyer. The one who provides us with all of our blind items and has made a name for himself around the world as the premier blind item uh, gossip monger is going to be live on this very show tomorrow at 2 p.m. I'm so excited to talk to him. So we're, we're going to, we've got a couple ideas of what we'll do with him. We'll talk to him about some blind items mm-hmm. that are our favorites. But every time I talk to people about this segment, Blinded by the Item, they go, Who's your guy? And then they ask a lot of questions about yeah. him. 
Well, first of all, he's not our guy. Right. We literally, I I found this story about him in the New York Times. I was became obsessed, didn't know anything about the website. Holly, you didn't know about the website, right? No. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, I think this was over some holiday break. And then uh, we came back. We started reading these blind items and just became like enamored by them. Uh, and obviously, we're not the only ones. Many of our listeners even pointed out that they'd been going to him for years. And it's mostly because, um, or the thing that draws people to him, I think, is because he's been correct on so many Hollywood, uh, you know, celebrity stories. Yeah, ones that have later broken yeah. wide open, and he was probably one of the first voices. Like Harvey Weinstein. Exactly. Yeah. To be discussing it. And so we tend to, um, we tend to believe the majority of what he's putting forth and uh, that's why we love doing this segment so much because we feel like we learn about a little bit of a different side of Hollywood and it confirms for us the uh, adage taught to us by our friend Kat Perkins nothing is real and everybody smokes exactly he he, um uh, because I I was just like Holly found out yesterday that he's got a new podcast and I thought well why don't we just talk to him about the podcast so I sent a message. Uh, they forwarded the message to him. He got. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Back to me on Twitter um, and said, you know, got your message. Thanks for sharing the blind items to the world. What do you have in mind? And so that will happen tomorrow at 2 p.m. And don't worry if you miss it. Of course, you can listen to the podcast. Exactly. And I should also let people know that we've got something really exciting happening today at Mm. 2 p.m. Steve Zahn, actor extraordinaire who's being honored by the Twin Cities Film Festival with their uh, Lifetime Achievement Award this week. He's coming in studio to chat with us and at remind, 2 o'clock. Remind people how they would know Steve Zahn. Yeah, from so many things, you probably don't even realize them. But uh, most notably, you would know him from Reality Bites. You would know him from That Thing You Do. You would know him from uh, his role as the dad on the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movies. You would know him for his role in the TV show Treme. And most recently, uh, the now-canceled ABC show The Crossing. Um, so that's how you would know Steve Zahn and he does have a very deep catalog and so so much more than that he has a very deep connection to Minnesota born and raised here uh, in Minnesota started his life in Marshall Minnesota and moved uh, his way to the the cities and got his start really uh, at the Guthrie and uh, then with a with a touring production of Bye Bye Birdie and then made it big in Hollywood so we're going to talk to him at about two o'clock well no not at about at two o'clock today on the Colleen and Bradley show. Now, when we come back, you guys, I love theme restaurants. I don't know if you know this about me. I love theme restaurants. And there's a new theme restaurant 
that's coming to London that I think we need to go to. It involves Swedish singers. And that's all I'm going to tell you right now. I'll tell you the rest after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, you guys, I love a theme restaurant. It doesn't even matter if the food is any good. I am there for the theme. And there's a new theme restaurant that I have to tell you about. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Are you ready for this? Yeah. What is it? An ABBA themed restaurant. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. I know. I have so many questions. First of all, where? In London. Isn't that cool? Well, that's kind of a bummer. Well. So far away. I ain't going to London. I'm going to go. Oh. Tell me more about this ABBA restaurant. Okay. So it's called Mamma Mia, the party. And uh, it will be an interactive ABBA themed restaurant in London. Um, You can literally go and surround yourself with ABBA music. There will be people singing ABBA songs. Uh, your waiters and waitresses will all serenade you. There will be kind of like a little bit of a sideshow while you enjoy your meal. Oh, so it's kind of like Johnny Rockets for ABBA? Oh my gosh. Like Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Or like the for old ABBA. Heartthrob Cafe. Oh yeah, that place I is great. I love that joint. Exactly. So yeah, it's like that. And again, I love a theme restaurant even better when it's an ABBA-themed restaurant, which I think is pretty exciting. So I wanted to bring this to you so that I could help you guys could help me maybe plan my trip to London to go to it because I'm going to go. You're not actually going to go to London, though. Like I got news for you. You got other places to go. And the, the, the notion that you would actually make it to London for the ABBA restaurant. Is it just temporary or it's like a permanent thing? It's a temporary experience. Uh, it's like a pop up joint. Um, but I am going to go. So that's my plan. Okay. Well, you know what? Frankly, I, I don't think you're going to make it. But what we could do is just make it happen for you right now. Well, it would save a lot of money. How right? are we going to do that? Well, I don't know. Hit it. Hello. And welcome to the ABBA restaurant. My name is Fernando. Can I take you to your table? Oh, I would love that. Yes, thank you. This is Here, have a seat. Thanks. And here's a menu for you. Would you like to start out with one of our delightful appetizers? Maybe some Mamma Mia mozzarella sticks? Oh, thank you, appetizers. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Sure, I'd love to try the Mamma Mia mozzarella sticks. Can I really quickly ask um if we can tone down the disco ball is a little bright for me oh, yeah no that's fine okay does your Thanks. mother know that you're here um, with us today because yes. if she is two for ones <laughs> send out actually, that sos this is so great my mother actually is gonna join me here so thank you it's um, fantastic we do have a special today we're having some chicky tita quiles it's a nice mexican dish a little bit of flair Chicky tita quiles. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm in for those too. Now, um, you, your mama might actually be more interested in the soup uh, special we've got right now. Soup and sandwich special. It's called the Super Trooper. Yes. You can have the soup or the trooper sandwich. Oh, so can... Yeah, no, I'm in... I, seriously, this is better than I ever hoped. Again, I don't actually care how the food is. I just came for the experience. Did you? Well, it's going to cost you. You're going to have to gimme, gimme, gimme. All your money, money, money. <laughs> Those are two apps. I get it. That was really yeah. cute. 
Um, I'm actually a little bit thirsty. Are you? Do you have anything on the drink menu? Um, well, do I? I don't know. How, would you like some of our ice cold Waterloo? I would love some Waterloo. Thank you. Okay. This is a dream. You know, knowing me, knowing you, <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy our dessert specials. What's on the menu? Uh, our honey, honey cake. 1974. I don't know that song. It's a honey, deep honey. track, yeah. but I sounds great. Thank you. Um, we also have the Lay All Your Love on Me lasagna tonight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm literally just looking at a list of names. So, um, thank oh, you. Did I give you the check already? Yeah, you gave me all your money. Okay. I did. I gave you all my money. I, all my money, money, money. Those chiquitita tequilas, though, funny. those are really good. I'm, I'm, See, I mean, that's that essentially okay, what you have fine. to look forward to. And in fact, I don't think, Ring Ring, that uh, that's another song. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to actually do anything like that. That's what's frustrating. No, is- that's, that is actually what is frustrating. So to give you kind of another level of what they're actually trying to do with this ABBA thing, it's going to be a full experience and not as fun as that experience. Um, it's Think like Tony and Tina's wedding. It's more like that. Yeah, it's going to be like and an also, interactive show. What we should really talk about in terms of if you're just joining us and wondering what just happened, uh, it's the Mamma Mia based ABBA experience, right. meaning it's going to be like the movie Mediterranean Mykonos style without the Lindsay Lohan dancing drunk. I mean, they really should um, get her, though. <laughs> so it's going to be kind of that Mediterranean theme. It's not going to be like a Swedish chef experience. Can I can I complain about something? Yeah, I. Mamma Mia occupies a special place in pop culture. Oh, of course. Sometimes I get angry and frustrated. I'm being nice. It bugs me what that movie has done to ABBA music. Well, it's it's a blessing and a curse. Right. Like people can't separate the two. People have an appreciation for ABBA songs in a way that they wouldn't have otherwise. But for those of us who just love ABBA, it's a little weird to me. Although I will say Mamma Mia was created by ABBA. So technically, if you're an ABBA fan, you should like ABBA or you should like Mamma Mia. But to your point, I, I think it's a little like I think it's so random. Right. Like, I would rather just celebrate the, the songs without having to go to Greece. I feel like it's ABBA over Mamma Mia, but for the most of the culture, it's Mamma Mia over yeah. ABBA. Does that make sense? Do you sense? want one of our... We have a special on Fernandonuts. Cute. See what I did there? Yeah, cute. That was fun. Thank you for taking me on that journey. Yeah, you're welcome. We're going on a different journey when we come back, and it involves Asia Argento. We have to keep you updated on that story. That's not a fun trip. After this.